0: super talk mississippi media production
1: taylor swift is coming to new orleans and margaritaville resort biloxi and super talk are giving away a free pair of tickets for your chance to win go register now at margaritaville resort biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from margaritaville and super talk 103.1 to all the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning 6 till 9 gallo show we'll start your day the informed way super talk mississippi 97.3
0: Our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In
2: our Roman River, lavish lakes and
3: streams,
2: pines full of
4: the wildest life and possibility. I say, one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree.
0: It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. I say,
2: one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree.
5: Radio Network, or on Supertalk TV and Seaspire TV. Some of you might be watching on YouTube or Facebook or listening on your favorite podcast. It is June the 19th, 2023. Um, I especially want to thank the foundation, the, the title sponsor for Supertalk Outdoors. They're doing so much great work protecting Mississippi's outdoors heritage. And uh, in the second half of the shows I've done each week, we're gonna remind you of this awesome raffle that's underway right now at the foundation. We'll tell you how you can get your tickets. By the way, uh, the views on this show are mine and uh, not those of the foundation. As I I like to say, when it comes to outdoors issues or issues that are important to outdoorsmen and women, you can count on me to say what needs to be said when it comes to conservation and outdoor enjoyment in in, uh, the state of Mississippi. And I'm honored to be here, and I'm honored to be in a position where I can be independent and say what needs to be said. Uh, Hey, I want you to know I really enjoyed uh, Father's Day weekend. I know the producer of the show, Kyle Curley, did as well. He did some uh, coastal fishing with his son. A lot of people went out in the outdoors. Listen, to be honest with you, the weather has been not so good. So uh, I happen to live in like the only place, it seems to me, that it wasn't storming. Uh, You know, to the left of me was storming, to the right of me, and certainly north of Biloxi was storming. We got a few... uh, 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 raindrops, but uh, lots of lightning and bad thunderstorms around us. But the tradition at our house is to do a crab ball. So a few days ahead of Father's Day, we put out the crab traps. The salinity and everything is perfect in Back Bay right now. The crabs are absolutely gigantic. They're huge, and uh, they're full of meat. So um, we had a great time. I've really perfected... the the uh, the the recipe. I have I have my friend Mark Creech, who I've talked about on the show many times. I call, I call him a because he can li- literally do anything. He gave me a terrific recipe a few years ago, and I combined that a little bit with my wife's mother's recipe. Um, Anne's parents, one was Yugoslavian, came from his parents came from Croatia. and her mother is uh, is uh, Cajun French. And uh, her father thought like this when he talked, he, he would love to eat some crabs, yeah, buh, buh. but, but uh, But yeah, it's a little com- combination of the recipes over the years and really got it down to a science. It's full of celery and mushrooms and corn and potatoes and garlic and onions and a mix of various crab bowl products, slap your mama, salt, a lot of salt, probably too much salt, that's for sure. But it's so good. And uh, I posted, uh, or we posted a video with, uh, of the process at the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page. If you want to see more about that, and by the way, my, my two grand, two of my grandkids, and I, Riley and Brody, were out checking the crab traps, and uh, two uh, marine patrolmen, Michael Fitz and Jack Hustley. I mentioned to them that I would, I'd shout, give them a shout out. Um, we thanked them for uh, to coming over and visiting with us and making sure that we were safe. And um, you know, we uh, we had a wonderful conversation with with Michael and Jack. They 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 rec- they represent the kind of people that that I want to celebrate on this show as often as we can. The people, Marine Patrol and Wildlife Fisheries and Parks officers that are out there working every day to keep us safe and um you know this is pretty cool but i mentioned to to michael and to uh, jack that the work that i was doing at that moment with my uh, grandkids riley and brody checking crab traps there's no other place i'd want to be in the world than in that moment with those grandkids and it was great to uh it was great to to create a great memory, and it's also good to, to meet Michael and Jack. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Okay, so now let's shift gears and move over to my friend, Ricky uh, Flynn, who's the project manager for the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. We're gonna get the latest on that. They just announced some big projects that are it's just awesome to, to see that this first year has gotten out out of the gate uh, so strong. But anyway, Ricky, how you doing, my friend?
6: We're doing great, doing great.
5: Uh, we talked a little bit before the uh, before the show started, but man, this is some weird
6: weather, isn't it, buddy? It's extremely odd. It's you, you wouldn't know that it was June by looking at the weather. It feels more like April. Yeah, here has been,
5: uh, in fact, I noticed that on the, uh, for one of the, I think it might have been Good Morning America, had Biloxi listed as one of the hot places in America with a, with a heat index of uh, 109 plus. On a day when you're expecting severe thunderstorms and all these other things, you walk outside and you can literally cut the air right now, Ricky. It's just incredible.
6: The humidity has been tremendous and then just... The sky, the radar looks clear, looks like you've got a good afternoon ahead of you and within an hour you've got some really intense severe thunderstorms just all over the place tracking down on you. It's it's been crazy here in central Mississippi.
5: Hey, listen. Uh, so it's fun staying in touch with you. First of all, while you were at the department, you became quite famous with your efforts with the alligator program. In fact, I had a. We haven't seen the uh, quote-unquote nuisance alligator that we had here around my house in a, in uh, a week or so, which is a good thing. Um, but we had a you know eight to ten foot alligator hanging out around my house. I posted a video. I looked this morning. It's been viewed thousands of times. So people are infatuated with alligators, aren't they,
6: Ricky? No doubt. Um, the last decade and a half uh, alligators have gotten a tremendous amount of uh, airtime cable television and uh, news media outlets uh, are really spending a lot of time talking about alligators well look you love the outdoors
5: too and we've talked about your love of the outdoors and i saw from your social media posting that you did a trip down the Uh, at Coastal Alabama or Florida recently.
6: Uh, Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Perdido Beach area. Yeah,
5: uh, you know, I was publisher of the the, uh, Press registry in Mobile and we spent a lot of time down in that part of the country. And in fact, uh, I had the opportunity to lead the oil recovery planning efforts for Governor Riley. We had over 1,000 people involved in that. And the mayors of Orange Beach and Gulf Shores became very good friends of mine. Obviously because of that, we spent a lot of time. 25% of the state's total Tourism of the state of Alabama, twenty-five percent of the total tourism for the whole state happens in Baldwin County in three months. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that tells you how important that area is to the rest of the state of Mississippi, uh, state of Alabama. Just like the coast is important to the rest of the state of uh, Mississippi. But I saw you caught a pompano and you know yeah. you take an outdoorsman and you transplant somewhere we're gonna find a way to enjoy being out, outside aren't we?
6: Well I thoroughly enjoyed contributing to uh, Alabama's uh, revenue uh, during that time. I uh, I've, I've learned to enjoy the beach. I'm not particularly fond of going out there and laying in the sun and sweating all afternoon but I've learned to find some other activities while the wife and the girls are out doing that but I, I surf fish a little bit. I enjoy going after the lady fish uh, which are a tremendous amount of fun and and then I decided to uh, really want to try and target pompano. I've got a friend that uh, has been fairly successful at it took some tips from him and Got prepared, and I was just tickled to uh, catch a few uh, over some bad weather days again. But, uh, boy, I tell you what, I found out what I've been missing. That is the absolute best fish I've ever put in my mouth. You put that thing on a
5: grill, great. Great eating, great eating. You know, we we have, you know, of course, you know, that's interesting because if you go down, Cat Island, Ship Island, Horn Island, Petty Boys Island, then Dolphin Island, and then you get on over to the Orange Beach area. In fact, when we when I we we will do a little family vacation Orange Beach every now and then. I can leave the house in the boat and I'll beat Anne to Orange Beach when she's driving there by car. But um, but anyway, the 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 very Islands of coastal Mississippi, Horn Island and and uh, Ship Island are great places to target Pompano. And uh, man, some terrific catches happened there as well, that's for sure. Hey, listen, um, the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that we all worked so hard for over a two year period, the legislature got on the same page about it. The governor signed it into law. They they put together a terrific board of trustees. They hired you from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks to, to manage the project. Um, it was off, off and running with a fir- great first year, lots and lots of applications. a lot of of matching funds. We we were really focused on matching funds that you could turn a dollar into, a single dollar into two or three or four dollars. But you just recently announced uh, 21 projects and uh, it's exciting to have taken this first step, isn't it? It
6: is. um, You know, when I first uh, started in this position in February, uh, I couldn't hardly envision getting to the place where we are right now. There's been a lot of work done. Our board has worked tremendously hard and uh, thank goodness for our coalition partners uh, leading the way uh, and and setting the foundation uh, for where we are and um, you know with not a tremendous amount of effort uh, the word got out uh, and we had a tremendous response from uh, agencies, municipalities, organizations across the state for applications And uh, the response was great, 104 applications received, and uh, it was good to see that response.
5: It was awesome to see that response, and then that meant after that that the uh, Board of Trustees had their work cut out for them. When we come back, we'll remind you what the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund is, a little bit more about the Board of Trustees, and then we'll give you an idea of uh, what are some of the, what are good demonstration projects that that are going to come out of that 21. uh, that 21 projects that were approved. We'll
2: see at Clinton body shops. We want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. Therefore, we are continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to clintonbodyshop.com and as John used to say, we really do take pride in perfection.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, Mazda of Jackson would like to introduce the all-new 2024 Mazda CX-90, the car that takes luxury to the next level. Imagine being behind the wheel, feeling the comfort of the premium leather seats, and breathing in the aroma of genuine wood trim. And that's just the beginning. The CX-90 has a sleek design that's sure to turn heads wherever you go. The exterior is built to impress with bold lines and an athletic stance. But don't let its sporty exterior fool you. The CX-90 is built for families. With three rows of seats, it comfortably accommodates up to seven passengers. Plus, there's ample cargo space for all your gear. (laughs) And for those who demand the latest technology, the CX-90 delivers. With a state-of-the-art infotainment system and advanced safety features, you'll always stay connected and safe. The all-new 2024 Mazda CX-90. Luxury, performance, and family-friendly, all in one package test drive yours today at mazda of jackson
8: how about something for free from ag up equipment get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3e john deere compact tractor from ag up equipment plus zero down and zero percent financing for 72 months whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects ag up has the right equipment for you browse online at ag Offer in 63023. Some restrictions apply subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details.
2: What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that rip van winkle guy?
9: Hey, who, what?
2: Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth.
9: Hey, there's hair on my head again.
2: If a paint could give any time worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore, paint like no other.
10: Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Camel
1: here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
0: Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Mississippi.
5: welcome back to super talk outdoors i have my friend ricky flynn who has been on this show many many times in his former capacity as head of the alligator program for the department of wildlife fisheries and parks And more recently, in the most recent iteration of his career, contributing his years of experience to the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Stewardship Trust Fund, which, uh, as I mentioned before, we went to break, just approved 21 projects statewide, $9.8 million. And uh, we'll get to specifically what some of those projects were here in just a second. But let's remind people, when you're talking to people about what the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund is, uh, how do you talk about it?
6: Well, um, you know, honestly, we have some great conservation agencies in the state of Mississippi, Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks and the Department of Marine Resources. Uh, And then you've got a number of non-government organizations doing great things to uh, promote wildlife conservation, fisheries conservation. But um, this Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund was designed to be a source of funding for not only state agencies and uh, state parks but municipalities uh, and community parks uh, non-government organizations uh, counties you name it uh, that have interest in promoting uh, projects in their areas that uh, are more geared towards conserving wildlife conserving fish uh, working with uh, habitats um, get making park improvements and promoting outdoor recreation and um, I think those are the priority things that are listed in the bill Uh, and it's a great source of funding that these entities can make application for Uh, hopefully they are able to secure matching funds that helps us as the state is providing money to uh, fund these projects that it brings in additional funds either local state and particularly federal funding uh, to increase the amount of funding uh, going to these projects which improves iron econ- economy um, it improves uh, more opportunities for jobs uh, you name it and this is a multi-billion dollar uh, business in wildlife and fish conservation, and highly supported by Mississippi voters. Uh, this bill, uh, as it was written, was uh, supported by over 75% of Mississippi voters, and that is unheard of uh, as far as most legislation to have that much support. Yeah,
5: it is. Uh, it is. A, it's a big deal, and for folks who lo- who did not capture the, the the last conversations that we had over the last two years about this. The reality is that we were one of two states in the southeast that did not have a program like this. And you, when you have... Places like Georgia that are able to leverage 20 million into nearly 100 million, it really gets your attention. And when they've been making year after year after year investments in outdoor enjoy- enjoyment, and Mississippi was sort of uh, not on- in the game because we didn't have a fund that enabled us to do the matching. In this particular case, the the legislature for the first year put 10 million aside. 9.8 million was uh, distributed to 21 projects. And uh, and and that was matched by more than 31 million dollars. So I mean, anytime you can do an investment like that and get and get a return on your investment like that, and get projects that are going to really really enhance Mississippians' ability to enjoy the outdoors, it's a big win and uh, you know the legislature this just this past legislative session uh allocated 15 million dollars for this coming year so hopefully eventually ricky as you and i've discussed before we can get away from the annual allocation and go to some kind of dedicated funding source so we don't have to go back to the legislature every year but i i think what i what i've been told is uh, legislators are are open to the conversation i, I think they just needed to see you know what does it look like what kind of projects are going to come out of this what what kind of work will the board of trustees do that will be so compelling to say we you know let's don't let's don't put us through this every year trying to find out how much the money is going to be let's let's go with some kind of dedicated funding source okay so ricky let's uh let's go to the projects themselves and why don't you just kind of hum a few bars of uh examples of projects that were
6: that were uh approved yeah so um like you mentioned 9.8 million dollars worth of funding uh which also has a over a 31 million dollar matching fund source tied to those projects there's 21 projects that we funded uh we had 104 applications unfortunately there's limited funding uh there was a lot more great projects that we would love to fund. Uh, that just because they didn't get funded didn't mean we didn't have more great project which is great information for our future uh, as we go forward but um, one of the biggest projects is uh, one titled the Pearl River Source Water Protection and Water uh, Recreation Project Phase One uh, which is a 2.6 million dollar project located right here in the Jackson metropolitan area. A lot of people may recognize the the Fannie Cook Nature Preserve which is located between Ross Barnett Reservoir and Lakeland Drive here near Fullwood Mississippi. Uh, This is going to provide uh, enhancements uh, and perpetual easements for that property uh, to save it in perpetuity and that is very important. Um, It's a very unique area. Lots of plans for enhancements uh, possible uh, boat ramp access to some new water on some public waterways. just a tremendous amount of so much that i can't even try to describe it all Uh, rick Rick, you know what this
5: particular project when i read about it it was uh i think it's a great example of uh of the dilemma the trustees have and that is you have a lot of projects and you could you could you could take the point of view okay we're going to spread out the 9.8 million to as many projects as we can so you end up in funding a lot of smaller projects Or you can pour your money, you can put some big money into the big projects like the Pearl River Source Water Protection and Recreation Project, Phase 1, and say, hey, we're gonna we we want to fund these big efforts like this because when we start talking about purchasing right away and these kinds of things that will enhance our ability to to have more outdoor enjoyment and and uh, at recreational areas like that, it takes big money to accomplish that. So I bet this is a big discussion the trustees had.
6: Absolutely. So. Uh, you know after the board ranked uh, or scored all the projects I ranked them for them and gave them a list of how these projects all ranked out going down the list uh, you're looking at the funds at at some point as you start uh, approving each of these projects the money runs out and uh, fortunately one thing that was able to happen is we got down towards the end we were able to fund uh, a a larger sum of smaller projects uh that uh still contribute great great opportunities for people uh you've got this 2.6 million dollar project we also have several projects that are in the eighty seven hundred ten thousand dollar project range that are still going to be very uh beneficial to those types of people in those areas so um you know Being able to get 21 projects, I was very pleased with that. Uh, There was a time that I thought we'd be lucky to get more than 13. Uh, But as it works out, 21 is a a great number. Um, One of the other great projects uh, that a lot of our viewers may be familiar with is uh, some waterfowl enhancements over at Howard Miller and Mahana WMAs uh, in the South Delta. Uh, it's titled the Mississippi Delta Wetlands Enhancement Project and this will be uh, managed through Ducks Unlimited. Uh, this money is being funded through them, uh, 4,200 acres of public lands. Uh, this project is going to renovate existing waterfowl impoundments, levees, replace some water control structures, improve drainage, convert water well structures, and provide some gravel road and levee access. Uh, it's a million dollars worth of funding. Uh, and. People who use that area may know that it's great uh, and it's probably some of the best public waterfowl hunting opportunities anywhere in the southeast. But, uh, you know, as time goes on, uh, some of the infrastructure uh, degrades and needs some help. And, and this is going to provide some great enhancements to, that, to those areas
5: yeah, you know it was great to see Ducks Unlimited as a partner on this Ducks Unlimited and the Nature Conservancy and Wildlife Mississippi and the foundation and and many others that are part of this coalition that you mentioned. you know they've got they've got the ability to go look and see what's happening in other states. Uh, they can help Mississippi speed up our ability to affect as many positive investments as we possibly can as quickly as possible and so they bring a lot of best practices to the table but ed penny has been a great partner and it's, it's awesome to see a, a, a relationship with, with ducks unlimited on public land on public land something like in the south delta that's a that's a classic positive project isn't it buddy
6: it is um They've done a great job on uh, the projects that we've worked with them before in the uh, Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. Uh, They're great at this business and securing good uh, contractors to do the work.
5: Hey, why don't we do this? Uh, Ricky, join me for just a little bit during the next segment. Then we're going to be joined during the next segment with Ryan Jones, and we're going to talk more about the latest in his world. I have some more questions about what private property owners need to do to get their advice uh, on their ponds and whatever. got one specific uh, uh, friend in mind when I ask that question. But when we come back, we'll finish our conversation with Ricky Flynn, and we'll be joined by Ryan Jones. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, variable clouds with sunny skies, high near 91. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 97. And a look to Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
10: The Braves face Birmingham Tuesday, June 20th through Sunday, June 25th at Trustmark Park. We begin the homestand with Bark in the Park, presented by Hollywood V, that hosts a 12:05 Cam Day Matinee game on Wednesday. Truckworks Thursday, Thursday cools you off as well as Southern Miss Night. Friday, June 23rd, the first 1,000 fans get an Austin Riley bobblehead courtesy of the Main in Mississippi podcast. Saturday, we have postgame fireworks following the game, presented by Intergy. Then the homestand wraps up on Sunday with Raising Cain Sunday Family Fun Day and Kids Run the Bases, presented by TrustCare. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com.
4: Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid South Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid South Space Solutions of Mississippi. The best made to order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or
5: carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. That's 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
10: Volunteer Mississippi is hosting a two-day volunteer management curriculum training event to be held at the Westin and Jackson, June 20th and 21st from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Volunteer Mississippi training course will provide a foundation for best practices for new and emerging leaders of volunteers. Subject matter will be relevant to attracting, recruiting, and retaining volunteers in your organization. For more information, visit volunteermississippi.org. That's Volunteer Mississippi Management Training, June 20th and 21st. Lunch and breakfast will be served both days.
4: Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate.
10: As over 40,000 people across the state are still without power due to severe weather, a whopping 78% of those are Energy Mississippi customers. We caught up with the company's CEO, Haley Fisakerly, who said like customers, he's also frustrated.
1: We're making progress. I know customers are frustrated. We are. It seems like every time we can uh, get a pole up or line up, another storm comes through, so we're constantly reassessing. But go you know, give you an example, about uh, 7, 8 o'clock last night, we were down
10: to 28. Thousand, another storm came through uh, and popped us back up above 30. Yeah. But Sackley said he expects at least 2,500 energy workers to be on the ground working throughout today. And two Mississippi residents have cracked this year's world billionaires list. To find out who, head over to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell, Supertalk Mississippi News. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi Outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you.
0: Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
9: It's cuts and walls and fall football.
0: A gumco sunset.
5: Outdoors, I have my friend Ricky Flint with us, and uh, we'll be joined here shortly by Ryan Jones, and we'll talk about uh, the work that they're doing on private property pond management, etc. So we'll see. After we'll see uh, Ryan here shortly. So Ricky, coming back to the list, great mix of, uh, of projects. Um, the Richardson Sportsplex, an outdoor recreation park. You know, another
6: just really good uh, example. It is, and uh, it, you know. One of the goals of the of the fund was to uh, specifically uh, uh, provide additional access to uh, public lands, public waterways, and uh, Richardson's helps with that. Uh, also, the there's a Sims Road uh, River Access uh, Project down in the Hasburg area uh, that's going to provide some new access uh, to the Leaf River and a. Uh, 9.6 mile boating route there and uh, an existing park uh, access for canoers and uh, boaters. Um, on the on the uh, non-government organization end we have a, a facility down in Kapaya county that's called the Camasa Lakeside Fish and Fellowship. Uh, we're going to be providing some specialized access for handicapped uh, children and adults uh, there. Uh, great opportunity to provide outdoor recreation to a special group of people that probably need more opportunities for them. And uh, that's going to be a great one. Uh, hey, what's great about that, Ricky, incidentally, again, so
5: thinking about these non, non-governmental partnerships, like with the Kamasa Lake uh, one that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, the Kelly, Je- Kelly Jean Cook Foundation is uh, is the partner on that one. You, you mentioned uh, before that uh, the work that's being done uh, up here with the stewardship agreement from National Forest uh, and to improve forest health uh, uh, and uh, and the uh, partners of the u s. Forest Service, entergy and the Nature Conservancy. You mean, you just want to see those kind of collaborations. When you have those kind of collaborations, you really can't go wrong, can you?
6: No. Um, yeah we have. Uh, two of the projects that were uh, awarded funding in this are statewide projects. They are uh, affiliated with Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fishers and Parks, uh, primarily state-owned WMAs where we can really make a significant difference uh, in managing habitats and the types of activities that go on those state-owned areas. Uh, I know you've got Ryan Jones coming on here in a little bit. We've got a project that's going to be helping uh, fisheries restore Horseshoe Lake up in the Mississippi Delta near Chula. Uh, that's, a, that's an area that has been uh, plagued with water hyacinth and it has just about completely shut down recreation to uh, an important uh, Mississippi Delta fishery. And so this funding will help eradicate water hyacinth on that lake and get that uh, access restored back to the Mississippians. Um, we've got a great project up at Tishomingo State Park. Uh, the Friends of Tishomingo State Park, which is a nonprofit organization, uh, asked for $102,000 to help them restore uh, trails there on on that uh, state park. Uh, I forget about. I think it's about 13 miles of nature trails, and all the work is going to be done by volunteers. They just need the money to secure the uh, the commodities to be able to get it done, and they're going to do all the work. Um, so, Rick, let's do this. So, and we'll go. We'll go to Ryan here shortly.
5: What, what, what's what's so amazing about looking at this list of initial projects, and then the list of projects that were not approved? That we, if we just had the money, we could just do more of this. It's just a wide range of projects. And you think about, you know, creating access for handicapped kids, more access to to the ability to enjoy the outdoors, if, if it involves, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, buying right away. It could be you know m- making enhancements to a visitor center. You think about all the partnerships that are out there. When you start looking at the diversity of projects, the amount of money that we're putting out there, and the partners who are at the table, man, there's just, you know, as the word travels about these projects now that we've got these demonstration projects out there, the the demand for the money is going to just go up big time exponentially, don't you think?
6: I do. We, we've already received additional, uh, uh, you know, conversations with other entities that have yet to apply uh, that are interested in submitting applications in our next round that we hope to get going uh, by this fall. And you mentioned, uh, you know, securing uh, some good, secure funding for our projects in the in the future. Uh, I feel like uh, that our legislators needed to see that this uh, program can work. Uh, they needed to see uh, the types of programs that we are attracting that can be funded, and I feel very good about that. That this is going to give a lot of assurance to our legislators that this is. A good program that the funding is going to uh, good resources for the state of Mississippi and it's gonna and then also seeing the the broadcast net of where these projects exist in Mississippi It's is from this uh, state line at Tennessee all the way down the Gulf Coast and and we're spreading spreading that money out uh, proportionately all across the state which is a good thing.
5: Walnut Mississippi where I killed my first turkey a few years ago with my friend who recently passed away, Al Hopkins, what an amazing man he was. But he loved Walnut, Mississippi. People in Walnut who are listening, you know Al Hopkins. He's uh, quite quite an amazing man, and people there know him and respect him greatly. But right there, beautiful area, incidentally. Yeah, absolutely beautiful area of the state of Mississippi. But listen, the uh, last thing I'll say is the Board of Trustees, i watched a, a, the majority of their meetings on YouTube, and man one was one thing was clear from the moment they hit the ground running they were in it to win it they they put the time these are guys who are incredibly successful entrepreneurs and business people they certainly didn't do it for the money they did it because they wanted to give back to the community but at the end of the day man they they did not leave a stone unturned in their leadership of this project did they
6: it's been great working with them uh, from day one Um, they always uh, have great questions, they're, they're, they're inquisitive about things that they don't know about uh, and they, they seek good guidance for those. And, and we've got a good source of coalition members to provide us additional guidance. And uh, being the fact that they are great businessmen uh, in their own uh, right, um, helps me, helps us uh, to do the right things, make good decisions. And uh, it's, it's just been great working with them. Well, Ricky Flint, it's been great to
5: catch up with you. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have you back soon and continue the conversation. Talk about more some more of these projects. So, have a great day, and we'll move over to our, our friend uh, Ryan Jones now, and uh, and say good morning to Ryan. How you doing, my friend?
3: I'm doing well, Ricky. How about yourself?
5: I'm doing well. Hey, listen, when you and I talked about. The, the work that you guys are doing at horseshoe lake uh, uh, th- three or four weeks ago I don't know that I realized that it was the stewardship fund that was going to be funding that that effort and that's ex- that's super exciting to uh to hear but it's an important project isn't it
3: it is um, you know I mean it's an excellent excellent fishery and you know when we pushed the ramp on it in a 600 acre oxbow. it had about 400 acres of waterhouse and, and just the nutrients uh, from ag land around it, you know, that water hyacinth population just kind of explodes, especially late in the year. Uh, turns into what they call bull, bull hyacinth, so, uh, you know, it can be four standing four feet off the surface. You know, huge, tall floating mats, uh, and you can't get push a boat through it and that sort of thing. So, uh, it's a tall task. And like I said, we're we're um, using those funds to by a containment boom which kind of separates the uh, hyacinth into little zones so that we can kind of systematically spray this area move to this area and then, and then rotate back around and try to keep it from mixing around which is what it does makes it very difficult to treat we're going to be uh, contracting aerial applications as well as airboat applications uh, follow up and then we'll also follow it up as well so it's going to be a big big project and it's, and it's um, You know, anytime you try to treat water hyacinth, it it can it can be a challenge. You know,
5: as you and I discussed before, there are there are so many unfortunate examples all across the state, particularly in the middle part of the state, where we've got a hyacinth challenge. And, uh, you know, it dies off, but it, it, it reminds me of kudzu, man. It just comes back in, in
3: waves, doesn't it? You really have to be mean to it, you know. <laughs> uh, you have to, because it, it's going to grow uh, very fast in the Delta. And, and you know, I, I, these outdoor stewardship trust fund opportunities, I'd like to just take it one lake at a time and really just start to try to move our way through the delta as long as they'll you know help help us uh with funding and that sort of thing do the best we can to open up all these fisheries that are just dynamite you know and provide you know a lot of sustenance fishing for uh low-income families and that sort of stuff in those in those towns around those uh those fisheries
5: yeah i have a a friend that lives on the yazoo and whoo man i mean it goes from being beautiful in the wintertime to, you almost can't see water. There's so much, uh, there's so much hyacinth, you know. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully this can this project can be successful using the boons and going after it, like you say, mean, <laughs> being mean to it. And uh, and then that, that whatever you learn from that can be taken to the next one and the next one and the next one. Hopefully, hopefully we can do that and, and building a program inside the department to do that. And it, uh, hope, it's ho- hopeful that we'll be able to. Hey, why don't we do this? We'll, we'll continue our conversation with Ryan Jones. When we get on the other side, we'll see you after this. Sweet soul for him I said three
6: Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead.
8: How about something for free from Ag Up Equipment? Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Plus zero down and zero percent financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, Ag Up has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer in 63023. Some restrictions apply subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details.
1: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
9: Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. The 2023 outdoor patio furniture has arrived. We have excellent prices, and Callaway's has the largest in stock selection in the South. Our farmers market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's farmers market is open seven days a week. Callaway's has just received another shipment of beautiful tropicals Kimberly Queen ferns, three gallon, 10 inch pots, $12.99. Best price and quality around. We also have blooming hibiscus, alamandas, mandevillas, hanging baskets and more. Callaway's has a large selection of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all on sale. We offer bulk soil for local delivery and pickup. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Island. Gallo Radio Show
1: is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where patients of all ages come for urgent and primary care you can trust. Trust Care clinics are staffed with friendly, experienced providers and open late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareHealth.com. Trust Care, feel better faster.
3: Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore of Four Corner Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you put your trust in our team at four corner properties so whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting track give me a call on my cell at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828 sit back relax and let me do the work for you
2: what does the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do?
3: We are a
4: voluntary, non-governmental, non-partisan organization seeking solutions to the economic issues impacting Mississippi farm families. Our mission is to elevate agriculture at the local, state, and national levels. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org.
1: Grammy Museum Mississippi is proud to present Words in Music, Fast Eye Jackson, known as a world-renowned guitarist and vocalist, Mississippi blues legend, 2012 Mississippi Musicians Hall of Fame inductee, the 2015 Albert King Lifetime Guitar Award, and much, much more. Monday, June 26th. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. with the show starting at 7 p.m. To learn more about this event, as well as other upcoming events, and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, The Sounds of Southern Rock, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's
5: talk about it.
0: It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Uh, presenting sponsor is the foundation. Uh, their formal name is the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Foundation. They are separate from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks and really help with uh, outdoors projects and um, other things that you know, the fill gaps for the department. They do such a good job. They've got a, a raffle underway as we speak. You can go look it up. I think probably the best way to do it is just put in the the Foundation for Wildlife Fisheries and Parks raffle, and you'll get plenty of information. But you could you could win a fifty thousand uh, dollar Ford uh, vehicle voucher, a Legends Hunt with C- Cuz Strickland and Preston Pittman, an Argentina dove hunt. For for eight hunters, a 10-day guided African safari, or an ultimate outdoors package full of all kinds of items. So tickets are only $20, you can get three for 50, 10 for one hundred twenty-five tickets for 150. And you've got until the end of July to uh, to buy your ticket. I really encourage you to. You'll help, help outdoor enjoyment in the state, and you'll also have the chance to win some great prizes. So let's get back uh, to my friend, uh, Ryan Jones. Ryan, let's remind people what you do.
3: So I was a Central Region Fisheries Biologist uh, for 10 years, and um, and so now I'm I'm at headquarters here. I'm coordinating the regional fisheries biologists and the hatchery managers statewide now. So, so,
5: so I have a specific example. You and I talked about this uh, the last time we talked, but I have a friend of mine, Jake Carter, who's, I call him my outdoor son incidentally. His dad is a really good friend, but they, he his dad, Rick, doesn't hunt and fish. And so for most of Jake's life, he has hunted and fished with me. And uh, he's grown now and he's got his own kids and I, I had the pleasure of hunting with his kids just like they're my grandkids and it's a, it's a great relationship. But he he, uh he he facetimed my son jordan and i over the weekend when jordan and i were working on the crabs and getting ready to boil some crabs and he was fishing at one of his ponds up and they have a place up in stone county and um and he you know he it was just it's beautiful up there but he has small bass Has too many there's just too many bass they haven't been managed properly and all that and i mentioned your name to him i said yeah i actually just had him on my show not realizing that you were going to be back on today and i said I, I i need to i'll i'll introduce the two of you and uh i think the department's got some great advice for how you can tackle the problem that you've got here at at your place and he said oh man that would be great but you know people just aren't aware of this great service that you guys provide but what we like if you were dealing with jake what what's the first thing you're going to do when you when you go take a look at that at that lake
3: yes i'm always wanting to know right off the bat how big is it you know is it less than an acre is it over an acre how many acres roundabout is it what what was it stocked with and if they can't provide a lot of those answers or whatever I typically just go into what are you catching you know um, and if they haven't fished it yet well then I typically send them a measuring sheet to go ahead and try to do that <laughs> but oftentimes when people come back um, and they say that they catch big brim and uh, a lot of small bass. That's, that's what our, our, our typical uh, balance of, of, it's basically unbalanced, it's, it's called bass crowded. Okay, so you got a lot of small bass that eat up a lot of the small brim and results in uh, less competition for bigger brim, so they grow larger. So to correct it and get it more to a, a balanced scenario, you just wanna harvest a uh, small bass, you know, that's all it is, uh, you know, harvesting on average ten to 10 to 15 pounds of bass per acre, uh, annually uh, you know the uh, 14 inches and below somewhere around in there uh, 13 inches and below really depends on where your fish population is uh but you know harvest is is the key uh because if you if you don't harvest any bass it just naturally it just goes bass crowding uh the bass just out reproduce uh, the brim
5: yeah i looked at a friend of mine his name is clay you guys worked with him and he he, I think, is it lime? But you, you recommended that he like loaded, loaded up with lime. What, what's, what's that for him? What's that going to do to help him?
3: So, a lot of, a lot of soils are somewhat acidic, um, and and especially if you have large pine plantation in the watershed, uh, the leaf litter from the pines as they decompose and and rainwater washes through it can kind of push acidic uh, decomposition into the lake and 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 make your soil acidic and what that lime does is just neutralize its soil pH and brings it back uh, kind of into a neutral scenario and, uh, without teaching a chemistry course here when your soil's are acidic they hold on to the nutrients down into the mud so when you when you lime it actually releases releases those nutrients back into the water column so that you can get a phytoplankton bloom which is basically when you see a pond out there that's green it's just billions and billions of microscopic little plants out there when you grow a lot of that phytoplankton you end up growing what's called zooplankton which is microscopic little bugs you know flipping around in the water and so every time uh brim spawn or bass spawn and those fish hatch out of the eggs and they're translucent little fry you know they're eating zooplankton so when you have a lot of zooplankton out there you grow a lot of fish you have a lot a lot more healthy spawns successful spawns uh and and you're able to to grow more fish and that's why people fertilize
5: you know right right that's, and by the way in the case of jake they do have a bunch of ponds nearby and i never really i never really understood that relationship anyway hey listen it's great to catch catch up with you again ryan uh have a great day and we'll we'll see you soon we'll stay in touch with you on a regular basis thanks rick enjoy It's been Ryan Jones from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. Have a great day. And as I always end every show, stay safe when you're in the outdoors. We'll see you next Monday. God bless you. A
0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.